Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the iHemp Revolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Today, my guests are two of the Iowa Hemp Association Board of Directors. Aaron Chernemann was elected to the Story County 4th District and Iowa Democratic Platform Committees and wrote the Iowa Democratic Platform. Aaron managed political campaigns for John Niederbach during the 2014 election cycle. And we have Dr. Christopher Disbro, and he has been working with the Heartland Hemp Company to promote effective and safe means for patients to obtain new medications and advocating for the adoption of reasonable cannabis policy in Iowa. So, gentlemen, Welcome to the iHemp Revolution. Hi, Freddie. Thanks for having us. It's great to be here. Yes, thank you. Oh, you guys are welcome. It was nice meeting you while the hemp road trip was going through Iowa there. Yeah, that was a, that was a great time getting out onto the farm and having uh, you guys come through with the bus. It was, uh, it was great having you guys here. I think we had a, a lot of success promoting hemp and uh, what it can do for Iowa with you guys. Yeah, Good vibes, you know, from you guys out there. So uh, thanks again for all your hospitality. We appreciate it. We'll have you back anytime you want to come. All righty. That's good. And I just might pop in there anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so um, can you guys give us a little bit more background about yourself and how you guys got started in industrial hemp and just why? Sure. Uh, this is Aaron. Um, a little bit more about me this year. Um you, you, you had pretty much everything spot on, uh, but with the addition of this year, I just uh, started as a, a new staffing position on the Desmond Adams for Congress campaign, and I'm actually acting as his financial director right now. A little bit about me and hemp. Uh, I've been involved with uh, different forms of cannabis activism in Iowa since about 2010, and in 2013, I saw that you know, hemp would really benefit farmers in Iowa. And there are also a lot of environmental issues that we have here with water quality, with soil quality, and hemp is something that can help those things. So I decided to turn and focus uh, my efforts on hemp. Okay. Chris, can you give us a little bit more information about yourself and how you got started and interested in industrial hemp? Absolutely. And I, I come to all of this from a little bit different perspective than most of the other people in our state. I, uh, I began uh, medical school as a cannabis medicine doubter, we'll call it. Um, I was pretty sure that this was really just about the recreational use and um, was unconvinced of the medical uses and then decided, well, I'm a physician. I have to be informed on these things. I can't just go with my gut and started doing the research and reading the studies coming out of Israel, Spain, and across the U.S., and realize that there's really something significant here um, in terms of helping patients and avoiding a lot of the more 
toxic and side effect ridden drugs that, uh, that a lot of these children uh, have to take to control epilepsy in particular. Uh, and once kind of realizing that and seeing what the potential was for this, um, saw that one of the best ways to help my home state would be to come back and uh, take advantage of some of our favorable small business regulations to promote hemp, not only for our farmers, who would be the probably the primary uh, concern group, but also the idea that there's uh, cannabinoids in hemp that can be used medicinally. Um, and that those those things are so much safer than a lot of what the other things they uh, they were taking um, that we could we could really make a difference here. And so I've seen with a lot of my patients here in Iowa, or well, customers have to be careful of the legals as I'm not uh, practicing cannabis medicine in Iowa. There's some gray areas there, but um, we're having great success with a lot of families using hemp-based uh, cannabinoid medicines and. Uh, controlling everything from epilepsy to chronic pain to the spasticity from muscular sclerosis. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I come in from the, the other angle, but in, in the end, seeing hemp for what it is, a, a plant with a lot of potential in a lot of different arenas. What are some of the challenges of starting a hemp business in Iowa? Do you have any thoughts on that, Chris? Yeah, uh, the, biggest, uh, the biggest challenge so far has really been the education. Um, there's been such a concerted disinformation campaign over 50, 60 years about what hemp is and what cannabis is that um, a lot of people just, especially in the positions of power, just don't understand it. And so that education has been a, a large part and a big hurdle in the process. I did that, a lot of that educating myself out of, you know, medical curiosity, um, but educating those people about hemp has been probably one of the biggest hurdles. The farmers, on the other hand, understand that right away. A lot of their grandparents grew it back in the 40s and 30s for hemp for victory. Um, but you know what? Once you uh, explain to a lot of people that what this is and what it can do, uh, people are coming around gradually. So that's been uh, nice to see, but uh, a long process in the making. Yes, uh, we found that out when uh, going across the uh, states in the hemp road trip bus and uh, once people understood they went oh okay and it was relatively easy but uh, you had to kind of corner them one by one but we changed a lot of minds out there let's say that we put 10,511 miles on that hemp bus yeah and I, I am sure there are just as many people as miles that were uh, if not changed at least brought around to thinking more openly and doing some of their own investigating yeah yeah exactly or how do you see industrial hemp changing the economy in Iowa specifically well in Iowa specifically the the fundamental change is how it would affect farmers and the way we farm um, we, uh, we have great farmland and very talented farmers here, and uh, as part of our fiduciary duty to take care of this land, um, we've kind of let water quality and the way we fertilize uh, run off into our drinking water. We have a lot of compaction issues from the large equipment um, and, uh, and a lot of monocropping, soy on top of corn, on top of soy, on top of corn. And so the biggest way I see this changing the economy in Iowa is by adding that third rotational crop that's not only going to affect our land and help us preserve it for the next generation of farmers, but also fundamentally change the economy of some of these rural communities by giving them this third crop in this developing market where 
infrastructure, investment, and the actual cultivation of the plant can all be brought into smaller farm communities. So I see a lot of, uh, I see a lot of money that can be brought into some of our poor rural areas and, uh, and fundamentally change the way we farm. Yes, and, and this will actually take the place of some of the uh, GMO crops. Yeah, and ideally this really wouldn't um, you know, diminish what we do with corn and soy because they are important commodities, but it would really augment those as, a thir- as something uh, worked into rotation with those crops. Hemp, as you know, has been shown to uh, actually increase those yields on your other rotated crops. So uh, I, I see it as helping all industries, kind of a high tides raise all boats. Yes, you're exactly right. Uh, anything to add to that, Aaron? Um, you know, it's it's one of those things right now, uh, traveling around with, uh, with, with the campaign, I go to a lot of these very rural places and I talk to farmers who, you know, their, their sons or daughters or their themselves, you know, the, anybody in the family, they might be farming, but because of the state of the way things are right now, they need to take a second or a third job. And sometimes that requires driving, you know, an extra 30, 45 minutes to where they need to get. And if we have hemp, uh, that really won't be as big of an issue if we have a, a crop that'll actually act as, you know, the, the, the financial backing that these farmers need in order to uh, survive on the livelihood that they pursue. So how do you see industrial hemp changing the culture there in Iowa? Well, I think that, um, you know, the, the biggest cultural change is that, like Chris was talking about before, one of our big issues here is needing to break down this barrier of uh, education and really getting people to understand what hemp is, um, you know, as, as also being part of the cannabis family. Uh, and there, there are a lot of uh, things that are connected to that, you know, there are, oh boy, just just to name a couple of them, there there are the criminal justice, the, the side, criminal of it, justice the, side of it, there, there are a lot of the tax uh, side of it, there's a lot of pieces where culturally we can alter the way, you know, we look at a lot of other topics by changing the way we look at hemp and, and cannabis and um, cannabinoid medicines, you know, it can affect the the pharmaceutical side of things, it can affect our patients and the insurance industries and all the little pieces that go into building, you know, this society that we, we enjoy. What is your vision, the future of hemp for you, particularly in Iowa? What do you see yourself doing in, let's say, five years? Uh, I love this question because it gets me very excited, um, especially being an Iowan uh, the potential for our state is great, and as a as one of the founding members of the Heartland Hemp Company, in five years I see this as being our third major um, agricultural commodity. That Iowa is not just uh, corn and ragbri and the things that we're already known for the wrestling tournament, things like that, but that hemp can really be another thing that puts Iowa on the map, not only in terms of um, us growing it here, which we would obviously do, but the, the processing and the innovation that our farmers are capable of. In five years, this, this would be a major, a major commodity on the same level with corn and soy that I think could be the center of a, this emerging industry in the United States, putting some of the states that have gotten a little ahead of us on the legislative side you know, into the rearview mirror as we let Iowa farmers do what it is they do best, innovate, change, and 
and uh, adapt to make things work in the best possible way for their families, for the environment, and in the end, for the economy of Iowa. And so, Chris, what do you see yourself doing? Well, hopefully I will be sitting at the head of a, a longer boardroom table for the Heartland Hemp Company, having brought in a lot of the, uh, the great people like, uh, like you and Rick Trojan that have been uh, in Colorado and some of our friends in Kentucky and other states that we can bring those, uh, those friendships and those connections to bear to make Heartland Hemp on par with some of the other major companies in Iowa, like Hy-Vee and, uh, and Principal. That may be a little bit of a, a jump for five years, but five, ten years, I see a, uh, a skyscraper with the Heartland Hemp Company logo on it in downtown Des Moines, if I'm not being too optimistic. <laughs> no, there you go. That's good. I like that. So, um, Aaron, what is your vision, the future of hemp for you in Iowa, and what do you see yourself doing? Well, it's uh, a little bit, it, 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 it's close to what Chris is talking about, but I would like to own uh, my own company um, separate from Heartland Hemp, but also focused in making uh, derivatives out of different hemp goods or out of, out of hemp into different goods. Um, you know, I look at a lot of the things that we have today and a lot of the different uses that we can have or, you know, applications that hemp can have and you know, the, the number of products that I can think of where hemp can be used to make things more efficient or more environmentally friendly, especially with, like, electronics, um, you know, that, that's really the area I would want to focus on is trying to see if there are ways that we can apply hemp to things that we, to products that we have today and that are very popular today that we depend on. Um, and seeing if there's a way that we can make their production uh, and their necessity a little bit more environmentally friendly. Um, that, that and uh, paper. Everybody always needs paper. Guys, we've covered quite a bit here. Is there any other questions that you would like to go over, talk about you or your business? Let's start with you, uh, Aaron. What's really important to me right now is really getting people involved. I was just on the phone the other day with... Uh, a farmer out in, I believe it was uh, Mitchellville, Iowa, or, or no, it was Marshalltown, and uh, he was he was uh, asking about hemp, and you know there are a lot of farmers right now that I'm getting emails and calls from, and everybody is really re just wanting to put seed in the ground because they see the opportunity that we've been telling them, and they, you know, they're they're looking at what's going on in Canada, and they're looking at what's going on in Kentucky, Oregon, Colorado. And they really want to get on board with this. So, you know, it, for, for me, it's really about uh, furthering this education that uh, Chris and I and the, the Iowa Hemp Association started and, you know, getting farmers and other citizens to talk to their legislators and getting something passed. You know, that, that's really what's, uh, what, what's important to me, because once this, this opportunity comes, you know, I, th there are so many other things that will come with it with the uh, environment and our water quality, our soil uh, compaction issues will be uh, somewhat alleviated. Um, you know, there will just be a lot of opportunities. So, so for me, it's really addressing uh, the people that want to help but don't know how. Mm -hmm. And that was my next question. There's, you know, how can these people, other, you know, other than farmers, uh, get involved in the industrial hemp revolution or what I call I-hemp revolution? You know, there there is one more thing uh, that I, I can really think of. There, it's it's really that hemp has so many products that can be made from it, 
that you never know what your interests are and where to line up with hemp. You know, I was at the dentist office yesterday morning and I was talking to my dentist about hemp and she thought it was marijuana and I, you know, explained the difference to her and I said, you know, I'm pretty sure there's even a few companies that are making toothpaste out of hemp. And she said, really? So, you know, it, it's really about finding those things that, mm-hmm. that interest you. And even if you don't know where you are right now on, you know, where you fall on the issue or what you support, what you want to do with it, if it is something that somebody finds interesting, I would just go online and type in something that you're interested in followed by industrial hemp into Google. I like that getting online and finding something that people are interested in and just Google it and put industrial hemp after it and see what comes up. I might try that myself. <laughs> I, th- I think you'll be surprised what kind of things you find, you know, if you talk to uh, people in different fields. It's, uh, it can be interesting. You find products that you didn't even know they were doing with hemp. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm doing that almost every day right now, finding out all these new things. So is there anything that you would like to bring up about you and your business, uh, Chris? Yeah, I, I think I'd like to mention, just as Aaron touched on it here too, um, especially in a state like Iowa where a lot of our um, our local industries and advocacy groups are very bottom up, um, that the biggest way people can get involved and make a difference is to you know embrace their curiosity to continue to educate themselves about it, but to call their legislators and to talk to people they know uh, in decision-making positions because every single voice that comes to them really does matter when it's coming from their constituents. I can I can talk to people all over the state till I'm blue in the face, but until they hear it from their district, their constituents and you know the groups that are important to them as a politician, um, it's hard to make those changes. So I would encourage anyone who's really interested or wants this to move forward to to call, email, write your your local representatives because uh, at the federal level, sometimes it feels like it doesn't make a difference. At the state level, it absolutely does. Um, and with that in mind, too, the uh, the Iowa Hemp Association is looking to start some job training and some mentorship programs. Um, we've had some very productive conversations with some of the universities here in Iowa and are looking to get young entrepreneurs and young farmers involved in uh, in hemp, and so they can go out and learn from the people that have had their hands in the dirt for three or four years already, um, and then hopefully come back to Iowa with their own great innovative ideas for how to expand this in our home state. It's funny, uh, the age of the average farmer is rising and rising and rising, and we're trying, to, I think it's 55 years old now, and we're trying to bring in some of these younger farmers and keep them here in Iowa and uh, keep them innovating and, and building in their communities. So uh, that's something that we're looking forward to getting set up here in the future as part of the continuing education and growth here in the state. And from the Heartland Hemp Company's perspective, we're engaged with uh, our legislature right now um, and sessions moving along. We'll see how things go. We're hoping to, uh, to have this conversation continue outside of session and ideally get, uh, get something passed so we could start growing in a pilot program here in the next uh, in the next year or so. And people with questions about cannabinoid medicine or hemp's environmental effects or just what are we talking about and how do I kind of get some of these basic, I may feel silly asking them type of questions answered. And I would say, reach out Iowa Hemp Association or uh, the Heartland Hemp Company. We're happy to answer all the questions that people have. Uh, 
there is, and this is one of those areas, there's no such thing as a dumb question because most people just don't know enough to know even if there were dumb questions. So please ask, write. Um, that education happens much more effectively when people are curious and engaged. So how can people find you hempsters there? You have a website there that they have? We do. It's uh, heartlandhempco.com uh, is the Heartland Hemp webpage. I believe it's actually just been pulled down recently for some repairs and modifications. Um, but you can also find us at iowahempassociation.org. It's uh, just iowahemp.org is right. our website. But, uh, you know, they... I. You can actually email me. I'd be very glad to uh, answer questions. And my email address is just Aaron, it's my first name, A-A-R-O-N, at iowahemp.org. And I check that email once a day. So if there's anybody that has any questions, I will be very glad to answer them. We're also uh, on Facebook and on Twitter, uh, Heartland Hemp Co., at Heartland Hemp Co. on Twitter, um, and Iowa Hemp Association on Facebook. So we're constantly updating that and put, trying to put information out there and uh, and engage with people around our state and around the country. Well, that's super. So I want to thank you guys for Aaron and Chris for being on the iHemp Revolution. And I want to thank you both for the uh, hospitality when we were in Iowa a month or so ago. And uh, we had a great time with you. We had a great time also, and we look forward to uh, teaming up again, and hopefully you'll come back and visit us here in the future. You can enjoy a bit of the, the Iowa summer instead of the, the cold Iowa winter. That's for sure. Okay. And I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today, and make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, and give us a review. Follow us on Facebook.com forward slash Revolution. Like us and tell your friends. You know, help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.